Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Bottom waters out front are warming up and the flounder bite is on. Hey, you're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Week of July 30th and 31st. Yes, guys and gals have been picking off flounder on the reefs and wrecks whatever out front despite the chilly water from the upwelling, downright cold water. Uh, from the upwelling that has settled down and the flatties have the feed bags on. Hey, really jammed show hanging right now. The next few segments we are talking night bite stripers, night bite weak fish with Johnny Grimco from Fanatics on West Avenue in Ocean City. Plenty of information. You want to concentrate on a flatty, that's good. You have the sheep's head bite going on. You have trigger fish uh, going on. You have blowfish in the bays. But the stripers and the weak fish at night and some safety features, things to be concerned about. So grab that cup, grab that red, we'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Whoa, 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 July, where did you go? When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, welcome back to Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of July 30th and 31st, seven turn of the calendar page is gone. One day closer to bow season. But I digress. Hey, you're tuned in 5 to 6 a.m. and talk radio WPG 95.5 FM and WPG 1450 a.m. Streaming live on that slot, WPG1450.com. From 7 to 8 a.m., you're locked into 50,000 mega far reaching watts. Rack and Fin Radio message 97.3 ESPN FM. Streaming live 97.3 ESPN.com. Download the WPG Talk Radio app to get to the Rack and Fin Radio podcast or go to my blog on 97.3 ESPN. FM, did I get a blog done this week? I think I, I better get a blog done this week. Yeah, and all the uh, podcasts were embedded at the end of the blog. Okay, a week late, but $100. Richard joining us live in the studio, Big John Grimco. It's actually been, John, it's been a couple of years we're doing our night bite, night scenes along the sedge banks on the South Jersey Shore. We're going to be talking stripers, and we're going to be talking weak fish. More importantly, we're going to be talking safety at night. It's an entirely different ballgame. Big John, thanks for being in the studio live. Hey, Tommy oh. hey, hey, P. Great to be here. You are, man, you're looking hot in that rack and fin turn. Look at that shirt, man. I tell you, you really decked me out this year, man. This is one of the sharper shirts I've got in my collection. I'm telling you, actually, truth being told, at the Wildwood Fishing and Boating Expo, my lovely Dee Marie restopped at Kel. Shout out to Caltech there, Chris. She picked out that shirt. She said, if you're going to do salt water, finally have a salt water motif. That is it, man. Look at the good flying good fish, good the mahi, yeah. good to go. John, good. thanks for getting uh, in here. We want to get into this now. <clears throat> the second week of upwelling is finally abating, so thank God. Offshore, the, the fluke bite picked up. But you talk stripers and you talk weak fish and you talk nighttime. Now, the people I'm speaking with, oh, what do you mean nighttime? Like, like right after dinner or something, like 7, 8 o'clock, and you say... No, unless there's a little, uh, add some ligature to this. I've been, that's <laughs> down by Ocean City and Stratmere. I've been leaving the sedge, the marsh, as John's walking on. I'm like, who is that? Who is that apparition coming through? Hey, Pags. Big John, where are you going? I'm going fishing. Where are you going? I'm done. He says, and you are done because you probably didn't catch anything. Well, you know, right, John? Never... Nighttime's the best time, Tommy. And I, I said, well, uh, you mind if I join you? And John, being the gentleman that he is, says, yes, I do, because I only have a couple of hours, and I got some fish keyed in. We'll, we'll talk some other time. But, John, especially now, the heat is on still the rest of the summer. Nighttime is prime time, is it not? Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, 
Dark is better. Um, everybody thinks that at the nighttime, it's those pitch black. You can't see where you're going, and not necessarily true. <clears throat> You'd be surprised how much the uh, moonlight lights mm-hmm. your way, lights your path. And a lot of the sedge banks and stuff that you're walking, you're seeing tracks and trails. Don't deviate right. for those tracks and trails. Mm-hmm. Those are tried and true paths that other fishermen have fished during the day. The uh, Other guys have fished early evening that they call nighttime. And then the, the night stalkers and stuff come out and walk all along. John, how true is that? Because there have been times, again, you learn from your mistakes. This is we all do. Although I've been a lot. Right, Grim, I've been a lot slower at it. But you can't just go out there blind. I mean, you can read water, you can read cuts, changing tides. But fishing blind, one, it's really not that productive. Again, fun, it's the experimental part of it. Learning is, is, is again, a growing experience. But damn it, John, that can get dangerous. Absolutely. If you're just out there at night and you don't know and there's a, a slippery cut that you don't see, and before you know it, zoop, you're in the drink. Absolutely. And that sucks. Trust me on that, people, right, John? He's fished <laughs> me out twice. Over the over that's over the decades though. Yeah, yeah, and that's a load to pull out. But that's one of my <laughs> one of my biggest catches ever. John, so, so scoping the areas out in the daylight that makes sense, no? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's very few sedge banks that I have ever gone on that I haven't been first on it in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Walked out it, uh, and I, I'll walk out at low tide, and I'll also walk out at high tide. That gives me two tracks that I can follow with reasonable assurance that I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But I also take with me a walking stick when I, on my scouting plans. And if I'm fishing at night, I have a walking stick with me that's probing ahead just to make sure that there's not a pocket of soft mud or something else that I'm going to step in and be in a drink. John, how apropos is that? And, uh, and, and God rest his soul, the great uh, George Loader recently passed. We were out there one night where the old, before they did all that work and drag channel, because we used to fish back in there, sometimes by boat, but sometimes walking, and we're probing along, and I'll never forget, George said to me, Tom, watch watch those little puddles there. I said, George, just walk through a couple of these. No, just be careful of that puddle there. Right, right, right. John, my one leg, I went up over my knee. Only your knee? Only my knee, because I was right there, and and thank God George was there, and he's strong as an ox. God bless that guy. Grabbing and pulling me out, he says, Again, again, he's an, he was a marsh rat, as he called himself. Yeah. He knew the metas, as he said, and the different lays where the pockets were. Some of these puddles you can walk through. Other puddles, you're going to go up to your crotch, if not deeper. Oh, definitely. And what happens to And no, what, I didn't have you, a stick. <laughs> once, once your foot goes in, it becomes like a suction, like a quicksand. It, it gathers in around it, and it's hard for one person to get out. Besides a stick being a probe, you can also lay that across that hole to pry yourself up on. Good point. Okay. Um, the other thing I carry with me, and it seems like overkill on a marsh in the sedge bank, is a hank of rope in the back of my belt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's from longtime past experiences. Um, you may never need that rope, but the one day you do, you better have it. Listen, uh, listen I want to get a little, little you know, non sequitur, but still kind of involved. John, that was a harrowing uh, story you, you shared with me just before we came on air about the Seabright Wall, the famous yet infamous Seabright Wall. Great place for stripes over there, Mammoth Beach over the many decades, and it could be a death trap, as you found out. Go into that, please. One Again, one second of not paying attention, 
Woo! Yeah, I was on that wall, and uh, it was myself and another guy. I didn't even know down further. And I just happened to glance over to see what was happening. And out of nowhere, this rogue wave came up, hit me from behind, swept my hiney up off that rock wall and into the drink. And thank God that the guy had a hank of rope in his belt, you know, calmly walked over, threw me the rope, anchored, pointed around his waist. Luckily, I had caulkers on, climbed up that wall and uh, shook his hand. He went his way. I went to my car, my head in my lap and saying, what the hell just happened? And it happened so quickly, John. Like I uh, explained what happened to me once way back one on a, on a jetty in Long Branch. Well, I got flattened from behind, didn't even expect it. And believe me, I, gotta tell you, I tucked my tail between my legs. I didn't saltwater fish for two years after that. Yep. I Up in Chalk River Inlet, that uh, jetty that goes out with the big uh, stanchion on the I know exactly where it is, yep. Um, I turned around, I had my stuff there, I always tied it to the stanchion, and I was changing a rig, and next thing I know, I'm grabbing a stanchion and going, almost going off the other side. I got walloped again, and it was a calm day, but, you know, between the current going out, a boat traffic coming in, and this was in the daytime. Yeah, John, speaking of current, now, where you were on the Seabright Wall, that gets very angry up there. That's a really angry place to fish. And you earn your stripers up there. You earn your gator blues. But talking about, again, it seems placid. Like some of the sedge banks there, back by Whale Creek, all through the ICW, down through Avalon. It doesn't have to be angry, listeners. It doesn't have to be frothy and bubbly and, and waves coming in. Those currents can be strong as all get out back there. And I've seen that. Where- oh, yeah, there's six, seven knot currents. If you ever looked at some of the sedge banks that have undercuts, there how you do you think right. that undercut occurred? It's that current running out and running in. Um, Little Lake Inlet there at the end of Seven Bridges Road. Hello, Tom P. There he goes again. Yep. That place is scary. Great fishing you know, there, but it's scary. At night, it's terrifying. I mean, if you look at the north end of Ocean City now, up by the toll bridge, but on the Ocean City side, side yep. you'll see that point land now going way out you know, into the inlet, into the almost into the intercoastal. And you see guys going out there. I've, I've seen that undercut and dropped three to four feet in a heartbeat. You know, I, and I tell guys that come into the shop, you know, if you're going to fish there, stay back from that edge or to have a probe with you mm-hmm. to make sure that it's solid. One step, that gives way, and I don't care how good a swimmer you are, you're out in the inlet. That's it. You're there. Listen, up against a hard break. We have John Grimko, the shop. He said, is Fanatics West Ham in an Ocean City? Shout out. Teddy Bronstein and Billy Wiggins. Grab that cup. Grab that red. We'll be right back. Going to talk a little more on safety and equipment. And then we're going to get to the night bite. Stripers and Weakfish. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio. The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code ROAD for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code ROAD. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code ROAD for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code ROAD for a $5 dollar bonus comfort now by bob mccallister because you deserve comfort now hi comfort bob you've got apps on your phone bluetooth devices cameras you can watch doors you can unlock but you don't have a wi-fi thermostat it lets you change the temperature when you're on vacation when you're coming home from the beach or when you're sitting on the couch but it can also help you reduce your utility cost and if you're a snowbird or have a vacation home it can help protect your property Carrier, Honeywell, Ecobee, Nest, and a bunch of others. You can get one that is easy to use or one with lots of bells and whistles. We can install it and get it set up. And if you mention this station, we'll take $50 off or we'll include one free with your new carrier air conditioner. Turn to the experts and let us get you carrier connected because Wi-Fi is just another way that you can have comfort now. Comfort now by Bob McAllister because you deserve comfort now. Hey trader, listen up. The markets have changed. Have you changed your trading strategies? Vantage Point can help you conquer volatility. Learn to trade with artificial intelligence. Text the word money to 813-813 and discover how to predict stock market trends one to three days in advance with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. No matter which way the market moves, Vantage Point's patented AI can give you a massive edge. Text money to 813-813 to get what you you need to stay ahead of markets and find your best entries and exits. Text the word money to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash terms and consent to receive calls and texts using automated technology about offers or info by or on behalf of VantagePoint. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text money to 813813. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments. The kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. And with helpful representatives just a call away, it's easy to understand why Pi is rated excellent by customers on Trustpilot. 
Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for a pie or go to INeedPie.com. That's INeedPie.com. It's Harry Hurley. If you're considering senior living options for yourself or a loved one, I recommend United Methodist Communities at the Shores in Ocean City. Transitioning to the Shores could not be easier. Move in, unpack, and experience the abundant life the Shores has to offer. I'm a nurse dad, and I've seen assisted living communities up close. The Shores is not what you expect when you hear assisted living. It's fully remodeled with private apartments, two beautiful restaurants, and a bistro. There's on-site fitness center offering personal one-on-one and group classes and transportation to local shopping. Best of all, a stroll of three short blocks and you're on the famous Ocean City Boardwalk and Beach at the Shores. You or your family member will enjoy a resort lifestyle with rich, meaningful connections and robust community life offerings, plus a full continuum of care. To learn about United Methodist Communities at the Shores in Ocean City, call 609-399-8505. That's 609-399-8505. Down in Market by the Sea, we can make a memory. At Lucy the Elephant, Lucy the Elephant. Down by the Sea. is back. Well, sort of. Guided tours of Lucy's interior are being conducted as work continues on the great restoration project. Lucy is open every day from 10 to 5 with additional evening hours on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Visit Lucy, America's oldest roadside attraction at Decatur Avenue and the Beach in Margate. Call or visit LucyTheElephant.org. Lucy, the only elephant in the world you can walk through and come out alive. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Here we go. Look out below. Back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekly July 30th and 31st. Very special guest in the studio. Big Papa Bear Johnny Grimco. Fanatics on West Avenue and Ocean City. John, by the way, you are known like around the world. I see people come into the store looking for Big John Grimco. <laughs> Big Daddy John Grimco. And I go to shops up North Jersey here in Stoke State Farm, Stoke Sports Shop. Is Big John Grimco here? So now you fish up there as well, John. Yeah. Uh, before we get back to the topic, how long have you been around at Fanatics? You've been uh, Fanatics has been open thirty-two summers. This is my thirty-first with them. Wow! And by the way, listeners, John got me out of a big jam that could have been quite embarrassing at the Fly Show. Finor, our account at the time, had just come out with a reel, just released it about a week prior to the show, and sent it to us in Ocean City at Wood Advertising. Shout out to Dick Wood. We get it the day before the show. Dick says, here, learn this real fast. You're going up to the fly show. Okay. What the hell is this, man? Now, I don't know where you got the intel on it, Grimco. Maybe they sent the dealers the the, the plans on it or something. Guy says, well, this uh, is this left-hand, right-hand retrieve? Yeah, absolutely. Can you show me how to do it? Uh, so Grimco happened to be in the aisle and saw my face turn to cottage cheese. Remember that? I said, well, John says, oh, Tom, I just got one of those there. Let me help you out. Did it? The yeah. guy ended up going to a dealer there and bought the real. Thank God, Grimco. 
know, you, you just got to pay attention to things. And uh, sometimes when something new, you break it apart and uh, see how it works. And if you break it, you send it back say, oops. Oops. Well, John, back to that safety uh, aspect <clears throat> of fishing at night. Let's go into the equipment. One, to me, from personal experience, hip boots are a no-no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, again, waders, preferably the, you know, the, the uh, breathables, the lightweights. What kind of footwear, John? Well, first off, no flip-flops, no sandals, no Crocs. You've seen that? Are you serious? No flip-flops. Holy. No sandals, <laughs> no Crocs. At the risk of insulting and being offending, people are uh, shoebies or bennies, I guess. Were, were, was that the case? No. These were, wow. Oh, man. Oh, I had a few minutes. I just thought I'd hop out of my truck and see what I could do. Idiot. Whew. Well, John, to, to the factor there, what's in that sedgment? You got nails in there. I mean, there's all sorts of bits and pieces of nasties. I've stepped on boards with rusty nails, torn beer cans, soda cans, broken bottles, uh, shards of metal. You don't know what the current's bringing in. And when you get these, uh, you know, full moon well, flood tides, and yeah. flood tides, anything from anywhere in the water can be washed up onto it. And you don't know what it is. And especially at night, you're not paying attention. And if you didn't do your homework, you know, fairly right. recent and been out there, you're going to hospital. Yeah. John, finding your way along the sedge at night. Headlamp. Um a, fl a flashlight. What do, what do you? Uh, what do you use? When you use it? If you use it? <laughs> I'm a moon. You're, ha you're I'm half. A you're half uh, white owl. <laughs> well, remember that cigar, the white yeah. owls. You're, you're half white owl, man. I'm a moonlight person for the most part. Uh, my headlamp. I don't like white, and if anything, I'll take red cellophane and put it over it. Okay. Okay. Red doesn't make you night blind. Uh, some of the um, white lights that the minute you put it on, you're blind for, you know, a few seconds or even a minute or so. Mm -hmm. uh, I prefer red if I put anything on at all. The night light is so, at times, bright that people don't realize. I can walk most sedge banks most times without even putting a light on. Cautiously, my stick prodding ahead of me. I've got my chest high waves on with at least a weight, a, a waist belt. belt. Yeah, go into okay. the importance and of that it, belt. The waist me. belt is not just, just there to hold my pliers and stuff. The waist belt there is snugged up around my fat waist, sucking <laughs> it in so that if I do go in, minimal water is going in. Mm -hmm. um, my old jetty days of experience, there's times if I fished at night, I fished two belts, one chest high, one mm. low. I didn't want any water getting in if I could afford it. Um, to walk the banks, it's you know, like you're walking on exits sometimes. You're mm. cautious. You're not, taking, you're not stomping out there, getting to the ground. You're not rushing to get to the ground. You look at a little creek that you're going to step over. You know, probe the other side a little bit to make sure that it's solid. I've seen people step on, you know, across the little creek, and that whole edge gave way, and next thing they're in that little creek, yep. which is now six feet deep. John, you mentioned earlier uh, rope. 
Do you, uh, the sedge banks in the back, you still using the rope, still carry it? Uh, I'm a creature of habit. I keep a, you know, rope in the back of my, you know, mm. belt. Usually about 100 feet. You know, it seems like, you know, overkill. But, you know, you got to throw it to somebody or, you know, somebody's got to throw it back to you. You know, you right. want to have something to grasp onto. I don't have any loops in it. I don't have any monkey fists on it or anything like that. Maybe I should. But, you know, it's just there. It's a creature habit, you know. Got any sound device like a whistle? I've seen some guys use it and some not use it. Now, in PA, for example, if you're yakking, you need to have a, a sounding device, a whistle yeah. around your neck. I said, I said, officer, I'm fly fishing for bluegills. I'm in three feet of water. Yeah, but what? No. Yeah, it was cool. He said, next time I see you up here, up yeah. in the area around Jack Frost, people, those guys can be tough. <laughs> he says, have a whistle. Yeah. Is that apropos for in the back at night? God forbid you go in? Originally, I would say no, but what I'm hearing lately, it's not a bad idea. <clears throat> the whistle will carry in the night air. Uh, people who are a lot further away from where you are might hear your shout. We'll hear the piercing sound of the mm -hmm. kayak whistle, like the Hobie whistle or the other Hobie, ones. Yeah. Or, exactly. or the other ones. Sea yep. uh, Dog makes a good one that clips right to your pocket. Um, they're all good. Um, myself, getting older now, a lot of times if I'm prying a, a, a side bank and stuff like that, I'm starting now to you know first go out in a kayak, go to some different islands that I haven't appeared on. Right. But I don't necessarily fish a lot from the kayak at night alone. I'll beach it. I'll get up on that sedge bank, walk the banks. Again, my walking sticks with me. Uh, it's going to help me find a hole. If I go down, it gives me something to pry up, pry myself up on. If I step into a muddy hole, I can use that for right. leverage to get out. But it's a good quality walking stick. It's not a branch you found along the path. Right. Well, John, you mentioned the uh, the kayaks. I didn't get out down there last year at all. Very busy uh, last summer, uh, well into October. But there is a crew down there, two or three guys, four guys sometimes, parked there at the Rush Chatton Bridge. And you see them, they'll get around the kayaks, get around because that channel comes right in there. Yeah. Walk up to Weak Fish Creek, launch there, and go across, pull up on that other sedge, and fish that whole bank down. Two of the guys are fly fishermen. Yep. And some I'm out there and sometimes I hear them and they, they I know most guys you want to be discreet. You know, you don't want to like, oh man, I gotta but the couple of times you hear wow and you hear this huge splash and they're getting some big ass bass back there. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's it's some of the greatest fisheries. The kayak has expanded the fishing uh, areas and the you know, areas you can get to tremendously. Mm -hmm. But you have to do it wisely. You can't right. just go to an island get out and start stomping around. Some of those have never, you know, haven't been walked on in years. And all of a sudden now you're coming on, you're adding your 150, or in my case, 250 pounds. And 300, 300 from my end here, bro. Go. <laughs> well, I'm a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, you don't know what, what you're getting into unless you've done your homework ahead of time and gone out during the day and you've scouted them out. Uh, there's a lot of beautiful spots behind uh, Corson's Inlet, uh, Sea Isle, Townsend's, Avalon, Wildwood. Whoa, 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 here. 
Let me get some of my spots, Groom. I'm going to get my ass kicked here. What are you doing? Hey, there is no original spot that this, anybody this fishes that nobody else has ever fished before. This is true. If there is, I would like to hear about it. Okay, John, we're up against a heartbreak. Listen, we're going to get into tactics. Our next segment for stripers and for the elusive, but coming back weak fish. But, John, at the risk of, of resembling Buzz friggin' Lightyear with a big, like I can tell you, got a big chest pack on there. If you had to prune it down to the essentials, safety-wise, you're talking waders, good footwear in a way, probably boot foot, your belt, about two belts. What else, again, a headlamp to keep it light but effective, God forbid something, and your rope. What else would you need? A lot of times, your bag, you know, common sense. <laughs> common sense, okay? You're not God. You're not walking on water. Mm -hmm. At least I don't, I don't know anybody who can. You tried, I know, but... Uh, he said that for my benefit, but he's tough, man. Grimko, you're tough. Jeez. Hey, you still like me for some reason. Anyway, uh, common sense is the biggest thing, okay? Understand where you are, understanding your surroundings, understanding what can happen. Have a plan in your mind. If, this ha if something happens, what is my plan to correct it? You don't walk out there nonchalant and say, oh, I'm just going to fish for the night. You have to, in the back of your mind, expect the worst. Exactly you right. Know? Exactly right. I mean, I've gone out there after doing my homework. All of a sudden, somebody must have been out there the day, you know, the day before and digging a hole in the sedge bank where I probably had kids with them. And I stepped in a hole up to my knee. And it was like suction around it, mm -hmm. okay? I had to wiggle it, wiggle it. I almost took off my waders first to, to get, get the out. boot out and then put them back on. So, you know, have a plan. What am I going to do if this occurs? What and am I going to do if that happens? John, the importance of, I know you're a lone wolf, but the importance of letting someone know where you're going to be approximate time you plan to return, important? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um Unfortunately, my contact people are quite a ways away, but yeah, uh, <laughs> at least they have an idea. Mm -hmm. If they haven't heard from me by a certain time, uh, they'll call myself first. And if they don't hear from me, they'll, they'll call, you know, the Marine police. They'll call the Coast Keys. They'll okay. call anybody they can. They'll call somebody with a boat, tell them where they think I went. Okay. That's the way to do it. Okay, people, everybody has a hard break. Be right back. Rack and Finn Radio. Big John. Big Papa Bear. Johnny Grip. Go. Fanatics on West Avenue, Ocean City. When are you there to sign autographs, man? How many days a week? <laughs> Be right back. Rack and Finn Radio. <laughs> WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Fox News. I'm Carmen Roberts. Some people in eastern Kentucky lost everything when torrential rains triggered flash floods and more rain is headed their way. Rainfall amounts on the order of maybe one to two or even three inches locally come uh, late Sunday into Monday. Meteorologist William Churchill with the National Weather Service. The New York Times puts the number dead at 25, citing the governor and local officials. 
Speaker Pelosi was expected to depart yesterday for Asia, but no word whether she will visit Taiwan. The former chief editor of the Chinese Communist Party state tabloid, the Global Times, claimed their country's military has the right to shoot the House Speaker's plane out of the sky if she goes to Taiwan. In a tweet, he said, quote, if U.S. fighter jets escort Pelosi's plane into Taiwan, it is an invasion. Fox's Christina Coleman, America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Partly sunny today, very warm and less humid. Possible danger of dehydration and heat stroke while doing strenuous activities with a high of 88. Partly cloudy tonight with a low 66. Partly sunny for tomorrow with a high of 87. I'm AccuWeather's Gregory Patrick on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, welcome back to Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of July 30th and 31st. Big live in the studio will be John Grimco. Let's get to it, John. Nighttime stripers along the sedge. And if we have some time, nighttime weekies along the sedge. What are we talking about? And now we love, we love the surface bite. Do we not? Yes. But bucktails and swimming plugs have a name in the game, correct? Sure they do. Sure they do. After your top water, <laughs> I gotta get <clears throat> gotta get my top water plug in. Uh, that to me, that I love that experience. Then coming up, swiping your tail, knocking it in the air, and then coming up, grabbing it before it hits the water again. But bucktails and uh, everything else have a place. Areas, John, that we're looking for the stripes. Now, people, even in the heat of the summer. Although, John, with these southerlies, I was talking to Dave Show a couple of years ago we were fishing. He said, we had as good striper fishing in late June through July as we had in April and May because of the constant upwelling out front. In the back, though, John, I've seen bass 28, 30 inches in the middle of the summer caught. So there are specimen keepers back there, correct? There's resident bass around almost oh, so, all yeah. these islands and barriers. you got to remember that most of the islands that people dwell on are barrier islands. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, that's, you know, an island between the ocean and the bay. So in the bay, there's always a resident population of fish around, whether people think they are or not. You can get 30-pound bass during the summer. Not abundantly, but, yeah, they're there. Um, I like paddle tail shads with a jig head, Um, Z-Man, finesse fish. You know, something swimming, uh, some of the new jointed tails where it gives a little more action, get a little more vibration. Stripers have a big lateral line, so they they sense that vibration and stuff, and they can hone in on it. They don't necessarily have to see it right away. Um, Just good times, uh, looking for points on land, looking for convergence of two waters coming around, Mm, you know, a body of land. Uh, looking for a gentle ripple or something on a on the you know back bay where most of the water is flat and all of a sudden you see what I call busy water. Mm-hmm. Those are all great places to target right away. Uh, don't go cast right into the center of it. Work the edges. Work the far side. Start to work into it. Work the other side. Come through it. You know, don't fan cast around. A lot of people take one or two casts at a spot and say, oh, there's nothing there, and go. Uh, Said that for my benefit. Grimco, you're killing me, man. You're killing me, man. It is what it is, Tom. (laughs) 
you know, sometimes I'll cast 10, 12, 15 times to a spot before I even consider going on. Then I'll move down the bank three or four or five feet, and I'll take a long cast up to where I was anyhow. Okay. Um, you know, work it well. Be patient. Patience is the name of the game. You know, that's another shot for Tom. John, you, you stress this to me. And again, shout out to the great Dick Wood again over there by that Beasley Sport when I first moved down in the Ocean City area. And was it 88 or 89? The shadow lines at night from the bridge. Like the rest of the... Um, uh, Chapman Bridge, Bridge yeah, the yeah, shadow lines, Parkway Bridge, Route striper, Nine, stripers, right yeah. on that edge. Correct. You know, you, 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 we call that it Ninth Street, know. the old the old drawbridge going yeah, in. So definitely. Jack Neal, hey Jack Neal, listen, how the hell did you lose that fish? Totally unexpected. I just flipped the cast and yeah. bah, boom, it was in July or August. That fish was yeah. every bit of twenty pounds. The shadow lines are yeah. great. You know, um, they attract the bay fish. Correct? Oh, absolutely. You know, where the light and dark, and you fit. You know, I fish right down the line. I don't cast out into the you know the dark area and bring it into the light area. I'll work the edges. I'll pitch sideways. I'll pitch under the dock if I have to at times and, you know, bring it back out. The new 9th Street Bridge with all the multiple lights and stuff that, that you got yeah. on it, Oof. the red, the blues, the greens, you know, sometimes there's white, you know, the dynamite areas. And there's so many areas you can access from the fishing piers and stuff like that out onto the side banks, but you better have done your homework during the day. Exactly. John, profile... An action versus color necessary to match that. We have spearing back there now. You're gonna have the you have the peanut bunker now showing up. You have the mullet gonna be showing up pretty soon. Is it profile color? Have a difference? I can see like chartreuse. The hell is chartreuse? Or is it the they see that profile? What's the deal here? Your a lot experience of time, with all the bass you catch at night. Okay, at night I use black, black, black. and purple, purple and silver. Black and silver, black and blue. I see a common denominator here, Grimco. On rare occasion, I'll throw a bone color. Bone, I was going to say bone off white. But right? other than that, dark at night. It, it's a silhouette against a bright light above. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand that that moon shining out, whether it's a full moon, half moon, quarter moon, still projects light down on that water. And when you're under it and you're looking up, it's bright. So that dark silhouette right, coming sure. against it. You know, I like, you know, um, magic swimmers. I like uh, SP minnows. I like, you know, something in a four or five inch profile. Mm -hmm. Rather thin. I don't like a big fat shad body a lot of times. If my shad bodies, I'm going to the paddle tail shads. Where it's yeah you know, rubber. I love Z-Man. Um, I love the action. And if the nasty bluefish are around, I don't lose the tails yeah, or one bite. Bluefish, yep. um, and unlike most people, I fish extremely light. I mean, I fish an eight, yep. eight ounce jig head. To for me, heavy is a half ounce. I know guys that start at a half and go up to an ounce and a half or two. Okay. On my cast, when I throw it out, I do a count. Three, four, five, now start my retrieve slow. If I think I'm going slow, I slow down. Mm -hmm. There you go. You know, uh, I'm not rushing it. You know, I can catch the same fish in the same waters with the light jigs 
And I don't use massive line if I'm using monofilament. I'm not using 14, 17, 20 pound mono. I'm using eight. Mm -hmm. 10 is heavy for me. Well, John, that segues right into a, a finesse compared to stripers. Although it seems like a finesse thing for stripers to the weak fish. Absolutely. Smaller baits, lighter baits. I've seen yep. that with six pound tests back there. Where are we looking for weak fish now? More and more are back there. And you know, the guys really don't talk about it. And the gals, I know a couple of female anglers down your way, aces, and they don't talk about it. Where are we looking for weak fish at night? Same areas where the stripers will be? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I try to get further back in the marshes behind where um, less people get to. Uh, again, back behind Corson's Inlet, heading down towards Sea Isle, and some of the uh, up behind Margate. Mm -hmm. Margate's got some great fisheries, okay, but you got to get in the back, you know, so that's where the kayak comes in to help. I can, I can paddle to an area, I can get out, I can walk an area that I'm alone, where not a people, a lot of not casting right. at them constantly. I use, again, small. Um, I use, believe it or not, a bottom sweep, about an eighth to a quarter ounce on about a 24-inch lead to a big cigar float with a, a float stopper, a little rubber, a little, you know, yeah. freshwater rubber yeah. stopper on that. And I'll hook sometimes grass rip on it. I'll hook a bloodworm on it. And at times I've even tried... Sand fleas. Uh, the little mole crabs. Yeah. Well, John, what about, again, our fave are the uh, curly tail grubs. I like the Mr. Twister Exude. Uh, some of the gulp grubs All right. in the three, four inch, or the four inch, rather. My What's... favorite is an eighth ounce to quarter ounce round head or ball Z head from SNS, white, with a white skirt, with a six inch man purple worm so much for finesse there man that big a bait for a weekend well god some of these weakies i've seen are four or five pounds yeah so okay that'll work same light line yep at night john for the weak fish braid have any part in the game like the six pound braid the four pound braid that you see now thinner than my hair I it does um i i prefer the mono and reason being for the mono it has the stretch factor and it's for forgiveness. And remember that a weak fish has a tender mouth. So if it pulls while you're lifting, there's a good chance with braid you're pulling out. Even with that, you know, four pound, six pound braid. Mm -hmm. So I like the cushion of the mono. I may drop down to a six pound mono. I've seen you do that. I've seen that you one spare swivel. And I'll, I'll fish sometimes a six, pure six pound fluorocarbon. Uh, I still... John, John, you know all the line clients we had. I still have yet to find, again, on a smaller spool, a fluorocarbon that that behaves itself on a small spool spinning reel. I just recently tried a red label cigar. I just tried the gold label. Okay, and it seems to be working pretty good for me. Okay, you're talking six, eight pound? Six pound. Six pound? Okay. Six pound. Um, you have it at Fanatics? No, we don't. We don't care. Yeah, you know, we. Nope. I'm gonna have to edit that part. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah, you know, we have regular. We we don't carry any fluorocarbon line for mm -hmm. reels. Okay, 
Uh, it's too specialized for people who argue this right. and pros and that. Uh, all all and lines are regular regular mono and stuff like that. Uh, I've ordered it, unfortunately, online mm -hmm. because I couldn't find it in any of the shops. And I wanted to try it and experiment. And so far, it's working pretty well. The fluorocarbon has a little quicker sink rate. Right, exactly. Yeah. So then with my eighth ounce to quarter ounce, it's gonna, it helps me get down a little quicker. And again, slow, slow retrieve, slow twitch, slow retrieve, slow twitch. I've also fished it uh, at nights around, some, excuse me, some of the jetties down at Cape May that still hold weak fish. Oh, yeah. The float, John, with the big old blood. Shout out to Jeff at Hands, too, man. Turn me on to that float, cigar float. When did you turn you blood. on to that? Uh, a few years ago. Okay. I know you've been doing it 100 years. But Probably just, 30 years ago. Yeah. My God, it, it worked. And it reminded me, again, my love freshwater fishery. It reminded me of freshwater fishing. Well, John, thanks for joining us on Racket Film. We're up against the break. Johnny Grimco, fanatics on West Haven Ocean City listeners. Nighttime is the right time for stripers and weak fish. Pay attention. Go to the podcast if you missed part of the show. The safety features, the safety factors, what to do, what to have on you, and where to go to take advantage of the summer night bite. John, thanks for joining us on Rackman. Coming live in the studio, Big Johnny Grim. Go! My pleasure, Pat. Be right. Grab that cup, grab that rebel. Be right back mm -hmm. to wrap it up. Rack and Fin Radio. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more powered by ambient comfort for installation to repairs and maintenance give ambient comfort heating and cooling a call today at 856-213-6586 ambientcomfortnj.com rack and fin radio with tom p wpg talk radio 95.5 yeah, wrapping it up on Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of July 30th and 31st. There's Big John Grimco Fanatics. Night Bite, Weak Fish, and Stripers. Hey, you been tuned in? 5 to 6 a.m. on Talk Radio, WPG 95.5 FM and WPG 1450 AM. Streaming live on that side, WPG1450.com. From 7 to 8 a.m., you're locked into 50,000 mega far-reaching watts. Rack and Fin Radio message, 97.3 ESPN FM. Streaming live, 97.3 ESPN.com. Let's uh, touch a little bit on the fresh water, especially kayak bass fishing in freshwater big open tournament coming up next week on the cooper river sponsored by the south jersey kayak bass fishing club join us on the line right now for a quick segment is el presidente lane l south jersey kayak bass fishing club and one hell of a kayak and uh powerboat bass fisherman lane l thanks for joining us brother how you doing Really good, Tom P. How are you and your family? Good, good, good. Before I get going, the lovely Michelle Olive and Ladybug. What's up? What's up? Everything good? Everything good. Everything's all fine and good. Okay, Lane, the Cooper River kicks my ass. So Denise says pretty well there. We fish here along the banks. There's some big park there. We get some snakeheads, get some bass. Cooper River's a pretty formidable venue. Is it not tidal and everything like that? Uh, the river part after the dam is slightly tidal it's not really uh that big of a swing maybe a few inches messes me up the, a, a foot <laughs> at, a, at the most um but it's in my opinion it's a very underrated fishery okay tell us about the tournament man what's up with that yeah so on august 6th the south jersey kayak bass fishing club is going to have an open tournament which means any of you kayak anglers out there that are 18 or older are welcome to join us um 
The South Jersey Kayak Bass Fishing Club is now in its 13th season. Wow. Um, wow. We're, yeah, we're, we're the original longest-running uh, uh, kayak bass fishing club in New Jersey. Um, and, you know, we're a small club. We only allow about 30 members or so. And, and the reason we do that is because our lakes in South Jersey are relatively small, and you just can't have that many anglers on a, right. on a small body of water at one time. Well, Lane, so is, what we do, we allow it, we have a few of these open tournaments every go. year on some mm-hmm. of our bigger tournament on our bigger bodies of water to allow other people to get a chance to fish with us. Lane, is there a limit to the field? No, no, it's it's it, there's no limit. Um, during, normally during these open tournaments, we'll get uh, somewhere around forty anglers, which is you know not a problem for a body of water such as Cooper River. Right, uh, gives everybody a chance to spray out and catch some fish and. Uh, have a good time and, and, and hang out with other kayak anglers. Lane, go into the specifics, please. Is there a tournament fee, prizes, cash, uh, trophies? What's the dealio? Yeah, we pay out the uh, top three spots, uh, depending on uh, field size. It's a uh, $25 entry fee. Um, and it's uh, it'll run from 6 a.m. till noon, I believe, is the ending time on this. Noon or 1 p.m., I'm not sure. Um, but it's 6 a.m. start, so you want to get there around 5 a.m. so you can check in and get your kayak ready and be set for the 6 a.m. sharp start. Uh, if you're late for check-in, uh, you will not make it into the field, so you know, there be you there by 5 a.m. Okay, L. And it's at the uh, Cooper River boat ramp. I know exactly uh, where it on, is. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, it's on. It's the Cooper River boat ramp on, uh, I believe that's South River Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and early as like 4 30 in the morning so come early meet some of the guys check in and uh go out there and catch some big fish hell give it up here man you, you're always been a straight shooter all the years we've known each other what's your uh predicated on weather what's your primary tactic gonna be next saturday lane l oh so now you want me to give up my <laughs> give up the juice before the tournament instead of a whole gallon of juice maybe a pint what do you got <laughs> Well, you know, the one thing with Cooper River is the boat launch is, boat launch is kind of in the middle of the river. Yep. Uh, so if you if you decide to go right from the boat launch, you can go all the way up to the train trestle bridge, and I hear there's some pretty good fishing up in that direction. Right. You go left, you can go all the way down to the dam, and, uh, you know, I hear there's some pretty good fish in that direction, too. <laughs> you know, it's going to be full It's going to be full summer, summer on, you know, fishing, so you're going to be talking – Probably a little deeper water action, you know. You know, uh, I would imagine that a drop shot is going to be uh, pretty important in this tournament. There we go. Lay right now for more information, uh, any prospective uh, participants, who do they contact? Uh, Facebook, uh, website. What's the deal? Yeah, just go to our website. All the information's on there. The tournament rules and everything, and that is sjkbfc.com. So it's the South Jersey Kayak Bass Fishing Club. Uh, there's a, a tab on there on, on, on how to compete, and all the rules are there, and uh, make sure you know them. Uh, the body of, if you are fishing the tournament, uh, there is the, there's a five days off limit. You cannot be on the water from Monday to the start of the tournament. There you go. Good. Um, other than that, pay your 25 bucks, come catch some big fish, and have a chance to walk away with some money. There you go, Lane. You take care, man. Oh, God, God spare us. See you next Saturday. I'll be hanging around the ramp if there's donuts and coffee. Oh, oh we, <laughs> might, we might be able to hook you up with something. Catch you later, brother. Be good. Thank you, Tom P. Have a good one. See you.
That'll do it for this week on Rack and Fin Radio. Get out and enjoy. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless law enforcement. God bless our first responders. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio. Striper and weak fish bite at night. It's hot. Just be careful out there.